Hey guys, can we have a frank and honest discussion? Of course, Friar Nate. We always have time to chat with the guy who invented adding extra hot water in the middle of a bath so you could stay in the bath longer. Yeah, Friar Nate. Chatting with you is like riding the pillow trolley to Cottonball City. Well said, Brent. Thank you, Catherine. That's nice, but for the first time in the history of our friendship, I have to admit to a mistake. Clap that trap, you Clementine Daffodil. You are an ideal father figure for both me and Brent. You can do no wrong. Yeah, you small bouquet of Clementine Daffodils, tastefully arranged in a ceramic vase. You are famous for never making mistakes. I know, but last week's intros were slightly incorrect, so I've remained calm, made some targeted adjustments, and now this once-in-a-lifetime problem will never, ever happen again. So go ahead and open your new adjusted scripts, and let's start the show. You are listening to the North American Friends Movie Club. A show where we talk about films. Movies. And the cinema. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Kate? Sure thing. But please refer to me as Dr. Kate from now on, because someone just got her PhD. Oh, wow. Congrats, Dr. Kate. Remind me again, what were you studying? Weird that you forgot, but okay. I was studying glue. Well, the official title of my program was Adhesive Theory, with a minor in goos and slurries. That's great. I'm so proud of you. And since I remembered, I got you this gift. It's an extra large box of wet wipes, because I know how sticky your hands get on the job site. Thank you, Nate. That is so thoughtful. Brent, what do you do you have a gift? What exactly can you do with this degree? Like, what is your job now? Name literally anything you want to glue together, and I'll tell you what glue to use. Two pieces of wood. Wood glue. Two pieces of metal. Metal glue. Damn. You're good. But how about this one? Two pieces of plastic. Now, this is tricky because it depends on the situation, but as an overall rule, I'd go with plastic glue. Well, I look quite the fool. I'm sorry for questioning you. That's okay. But if you ever betray me again, I'll glue you to something really bad. (laughs) Speaking of tacky substances, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Brent? Thank you, Catherine. I'm Brent, and I'm the least requested substitute teacher in Nova Scotia City. It doesn't matter what grade or what subject, the kids absolutely run amok when I'm at the head of the class. The high schoolers call me Mr. Roundhouse because there's a rumor going around that I stub my toe practicing Taekwondo. And that's why I have a limp. When I walk into the classroom, I hear them whisper words like fatality and rush hour three. I'm trying being the cool teacher and the strict teacher. And I've even been the teacher who cries in front of the whole class a few times. But just like my beloved hounds, the children instinctually know that I'm not an authority figure. Hey, I'm Nate. Let's start the show. This is what it sounds like when we're doing a podcast. We're currently doing one. Uh, This is the North American Friends Movie Club. 
It's right there in the name of our show. Before Movie Club comes Friends. So, Friends, how are we doing? How are we doing? How are we doing, guys? Let's start with Brent this week. What's poppin', Brenty? The old, the old cat's sick. Are you, are you the old cat? I'm the old cat, yeah. I got, uh, look, I got cold. And oh. I always, if, if I described it today as I feel like I have, I'm carrying around like a chimpanzee that wraps its arm around your neck mm. and holds onto your chest. That's what I feel like it's just weighted down and I have something like a heavy chest, a little bit of a cough, sore throat, watery eyes. Classic case of chimpanzee syndrome. Oh, it's chimp pox. Yeah, it's, um, I've been battling that just yesterday. And at one point I did look at Melissa and say, if I, if I go downhill, we'll just order a pizza today. <laughs> oh no, you weren't going to make dinner. I wasn't. And um, did you order a pizza today? We ordered, that was yesterday. We got oh, a pizza. Yeah. Okay. And then today I said, I'm going to take it light when I make, um, supper. And I ended up like making like jerk chicken, chicken legs with roasted potatoes and green beans. I'm like, what am I doing? Mm, what yeah, am I doing? That's the, would be the nicest meal I've made in 10 years. Yeah. And oh that was, God, I know like, it sounds so good. And I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> and I, that's a, that's a real problem. I got to stop. I feel like I've just, okay. Here's my self-realization of, um, being home. And I think it's a lot of people su- suffer from this. And I can't enjoy myself until I feel like I've earned the right to enjoy myself. Mm, yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, no comment. No comment. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense, but I've never had this problem in my entire life. Oh, I would love to not have it, but like I, I can't sit down until everything is clean. I made a really delicious meal. I cleaned up everything that I have to do for the morning. Tomorrow is set up and ready to roll. Then I'm like, oh, well, you just earned yourself some time to fucking watch Netflix like a weirdo. Well, we, you know what they call that? Neuroses? What? You're an over-functioner. You're over-functioning. Too much function. Yeah. There's uh, under-functioners like Nate and I, yeah. <laughs> and then there's over-functioners like yourself. There's a special category that's super under-functioner that they made just for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, my, I'm more functional probably than Nate, yeah. but- I'm not an overfunctioner. Like I want to just be able to like, like I'm sick today, and I was like, I just want to wake up and just do nothing. But I'm like, no, I can't. I have to walk the dogs. I have to get groceries. I have to clean up. I have to make sure everything's what clean. What would happen if you didn't? What would it? What would you feel like if you didn't? What, I would, what, it would never happen because I couldn't sit down. And I'd have to be like. Because it, what would happen if you sat down? I wouldn't enjoy myself. Because what is the feeling? Anxiety of bingo. That's why you're an overfunctioner. You are managing your anxiety by doing all the things. Um, and I'm also in my free time to not help it with my anxiety. I'm playing a really ang- or like anxiety, like no, what's the word? Anxious video game called Daisy. Oh, zombies! That's what this zombies. is for. Yeah, it's for zombies. It's a survival <laughs> game. Mm-hmm. But we guessed it. We, we're trying, and me and my friends are trying to play it, but it's like super realistic. So you have to make sure, like. Like if I kill a chicken, say, and I cut the chicken up to, to cook it in a fire, and then I, if I don't You're wash, even cooking in the video game. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I'm like, I got to clean up our base before we're allowed to sit down. And it's, <laughs> yeah, it's super realistic, and it's like you could die. You could catch like the flu, a cold. You can get killed by zombies. Real human players can shoot you if you're too cold. You die, and it's just it's very nerve wracking. 
So there's five of us that are playing it. Is it five? Yeah, five of us. And last time we were playing, my my best friend was sick and his character kept on coughing. Mm-hmm. And I was panicking in our little house. I'm like, because I could hear him coughing every like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, he's going to die. Yeah, this guy's going down. And I try. So we went, we went for a, a med run for him to get like medical supplies for him. Mm-hmm. And then we saw a human player and the human player shot all three of us. Oh, killed you all. And he died in you the cabin. You were trying to save your friend and you were murdered? Murdered. Mm-hmm. <gasps> That's what it's like in DayZ. Yeah. So it's like, now it's like to the point where you, you start the video game up, you're like, is this where I die with all my stuff? So it's very anxious. It's very, it's everything's anxiety. Do you uh, enjoy that? Yeah, because of the little things like when you catch a chicken, I love catching chickens. Um, it's you, very you know rewarding. You're going to get a good dinner. Yeah, I feed everybody. I catch the chicken. I make sure everyone has a piece of chicken. So I put its chicken in your backpack, and we'll have it in case we have to go. Mm-hmm. And I feel very you know good about that. You know what this reminds me of? Have what? you guys watched the show The Office? Yeah. <laughs> What's this little undercult gem? What's this? One? <laughs> and they have the episode where Dwight is playing Second Life, and Dwight's Second Life is the same as his real life. That's what Brent is doing. It's <laughs> Lydia. I it's it's a hundred percent. Like I'm like, why steer away from what I know? Yeah. No, yeah. I relate to this. My friend was absolutely roasting me last weekend when I was telling him about all the video games I like, and he's like, You just yearn to be a medieval surf. You yeah. wanna be a blacksmith, <laughs> you wanna work the loom. I'm like, I do. I can't deny it. <laughs> no. I can't deny it. <laughs> and I always talk about going on survival trips with my friends, and like this is a dry run for it. How are you guys doing? How about you, Kate? No, you you get to go, Nate. We saw you with the fancy shirt on. Why don't you talk mm. to us about that? Looking rather, rather handsome. Yeah, I had to go to work on the weekend, and I was doing all my laundry at once, and I didn't have any T-shirts, which is pretty impressive if you think about Very, it. Yeah. <laughs> it is yeah. impressive. So I put on my fancy shirt, what I call my fancy shirt, mm-hmm. and then I was feeling real fancy. So I sent Brent and Kate a rare selfie of me being my fancy Very self. Very rare. Yeah. And, uh, you know. It's like seeing a wolf in the wild. I could have, nobody came into the store, so I didn't really have to wear a shirt at all. I could have just gone fucking tarps off. tarps off off is a very good way to say in shirtless oh you said tarps yeah tarps off i thought he said tops off both work though yeah tarps off that's funny do you are you a tank top guy never no me neither no that is not true brent murray i'm not what what it is uh, yes it is it's 100 percent true I have seen you. I have seen a photo of you with a tank top yeah, on. Yeah, I had shoulder surgery, okay. so I had to put something easy on. <laughs> that, that was a medical tank top. Gotcha. Yeah. Got no. I, <laughs> I, I literally wore a tank top when I had, uh, I had shoulder surgery, so they told me to, and I did, and I never wore it again. Okay. I'm not a tank top guy. Look at me. Were you going like tank top or, or t-shirt that you cut the sleeves off? No, it was a it was a tank top, and mm. it was a weird, it was like a lilac <laughs> Sure, lilac with like a white trim lilac lilac (laughs) so i'm not tank i'm not tank top guy either would it say dachshund how do you say dachshund dash hound dash hound (laughs) (laughs) oh uh how about you kate how are you doing um i how am i doing i'm checking in 
So I played golf yesterday with Nick and uh, Nick and I have been together for almost seven years and we both like to play golf and Nick played the worst I've ever seen him play. And it wasn't fun because he was really angry, but I was doing really well. So I was enjoying myself. (laughs) It was a real back and forth of me not having fun because he wasn't having fun and then like playing okay and having fun because I was playing okay. And I was hitting some clubs that I normally have problems with. I was hitting those clubs really well. Which clubs, um, Kate? So I've got a hybrid three uh, that I've had for a while that I ha- I figured out what I was, I need to hit it like an, I was trying to hit it like a driver and that wasn't working. But when I started to hit it like an iron, then I really got into it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then Saturday, we got all dressed up, and we're invited to a fundraising gala, and then we got there, and <laughs> my brother-in-law's father uh, had given the table away, and none of us knew that, uh, so <laughs> uh. so then we all went to a nice dinner wearing fancy clothes. There you go. Um, Probably more fun, honestly. Yes, um, I liked it because I have hearing loss, and when you're in those big, you know, convention places with tall ceilings, mm-hmm. it's hard to hear. So I was happy to be with my my mom and dad, my sister and brother in law, Nick and I, and we had a really great meal, the delicious steak. Um, and also, I finished this movie just like five minutes before we started this podcast. Ooh, so. cutting her close wouldn't be the first time I did that. <laughs> I just want to say one more thing about golf. You were talking about golf. Um, mm-hmm. My friends went golfing today, um, and the, one of the guys is super like competitive, and he buys new clubs every year. He sells his clubs and he buys new ones. And he says it makes it's you know why not? He doesn't lose money on them. Like whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, sounds like a lot of, like yeah, a lot of cope. <laughs> we make fun of him because it's stupid. Like it's not the equipment; it's you. And yeah. he. The the updates in the group chat were hilarious today because he shot over like a 103. He lost by 14 strokes to our friend and he lost to his dad who's 73. Oh, and the last message top. in the group was, I lost to a 73-year-old man with eight exclamation points. <laughs> but here, but he shot a 103 and he still lost by 14 strokes? Yeah, someone was a fucking sandbagger. Somebody is fucking da- damn. Yeah, really? I, don't, I don't believe Alex shot a 91 though. Mm. So it's taken it, the fact that he lost to his dad is the best part. Well, it would have been under 90 if he, I would have, yeah, 89. Right? No, well, maybe yeah. the math was wrong. It wasn't 89. Yeah, you know, it was after 18 holes. They'd had a few beers. You never my know. My math was wrong. And I, it, he lost to my friend big time and he lost to his dad, is my main yeah. point. And I just wanted to have that on record on the internet. Yeah. So the the movie I chose is the 2004 suspenseful thriller The Village by M Night Shyamalan. Hell yeah. Ooh, very good. Thank you. And now I will tell you the plot. The movie takes place in like it looks like the 1800s in a Pennsylvania village named Covington and Everyone it's kind of has an idyllic lifestyle, except that they're not allowed to go into the woods because quote, those that we don't those we don't speak of live in the woods. And so they have watchtowers and uh, there are special colors. So the townspeople wear yellow when they're to be safe 
And then anytime they see the color red, that is the color that we don't speak of and they have to bury it. And so there are different townspeople, um, but Bryce Dallas Howard, her name is Ivy and she is a blind girl and she has fallen in love with Joaquin Phoenix, Phoenix's character, Noah. Uh, Noah's mother and Bryce Dallas Howard's father are both elders in the town. There is a developmentally disabled young man played by who's he what's he? Adrian Brody. Thank you. Um, who is jealous of when Ivy and Noah decide that they're going to be married. So he stabs Noah, which causes Noah to have a infection. No, Noah stabbed Lucius. Excuse me. Thank you. I'm getting the names backwards. Lucius is uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Mm -hmm. So Lucius has this infection. Bryce Dallas Howard is a very competent blind girl um, and begs her father for her to go into the towns, which they, no one has ever been into the towns because the towns are dangerous. And um, so her father lets her venture through the woods and she is chased by one of these creatures of those we don't speak of. And she kills one. And she, what we eventually find out is that the village is in a uh, animal preserve owned by the Walker family which is Bryce Dallas Howard's father and she ends up getting the medicine and the movie ends (laughs) (laughs) there is the ending is so frustrating it's really confusing as to why they did it the way they did like because they reveal so the part that's missing is uh there's monsters in the woods that they tell everybody like, you don't want to fucking go out there. You get eaten by the monsters. And then when they, when uh, Joaquin Phoenix kind of ventures into the woods, then the monsters come into town. And then when Ivy has to go get medicine, her father reveals that secretly the elders of the village were dressing up like the monsters to convince everybody that they should never leave the village. And so the developmentally disabled Noah was locked in a cabin because he had tried to kill Lucius, but he found the monster costume and then went into the woods. And that is who Bryce Dallas Howard ended up killing, even though she doesn't know that that was Noah. Okay. And, uh, well, let's, let's talk about our favorite parts of this movie and we'll discuss the ending when we get there. Okay. So, this is two movies. This is actually two movies. Two movies. You can't watch okay. it just once. You have to watch them twice. Okay. Because you watch it once under the understanding of what's happening, and then the twist happens, and then it ends within 10 minutes. So, you're still processing that. Mm-hmm. You watch yep. it again knowing the twist, and it's a completely different movie. I would agree, because I had mm-hmm. watched this movie originally when it came out. And I felt a certain way about it. And then I watched uh, when I knew the twist and I felt a certain way about it now in the future. So I agree with that. And I'm going to just 
I'm, we're, you know, we're the show. We have like different opinions and we're open to different personalities and liking different things about movies. The people that don't like this movie are fucking nerds <laughs> and not the good nerds that we have. Like, the, you know how nerd culture has become popular and mainstream. Mm-hmm. That's the good nerds. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the fucking idiots that keyboard warriors, whatever. <laughs> they are so stupid. And maybe they don't get it. And maybe you two are, are a couple of nerds. We're gonna find out. Yeah, a couple I guess. of nerds. We're gonna find out if you guys are nerds. But if you and here's my official take on it: if you don't like this movie, it's because you're not smart enough to like okay, it. Okay. So with that in <gasps> mind, Kate, how do you feel about this movie? <laughs> I like it. And yeah, I like it too. Okay, we're okay. You're we're smart, all safe. We're all smart. Smart. Well, no, but I didn't. I wish they would have. Um, I wish the ending would have been a little bit more fleshed mm-hmm. out because I completely no. agree that it's a very truncated. No, I have one major turn difference that I would do to the ending in hindsight, but let's we'll we'll talk about that last. I do. I think M Night is underrated. I think people kind of wrote him off because he did such a big success with Sixth Sense, and then he could never quite recreate that with the critics and everybody, but he actually makes really good movies. He has all of his movies are entertaining. Yeah, he's very Spielberg. I would, I really see so much of like what Spielberg does in what he does. So I think just from that perspective, it's, it's a good movie and it's well put and the acting's great. The costumes are good. The sets are great. Like it's a, it's a movie. M uh, MKS is this, the it's, smartest. It's, it's N. It's it's. There's no K. He's not like uh, a knight of the round table. MK Ultra. He's a knight like good, like good knight. M knight. Oh MNS. Yeah. MNS. MNS is the smartest dumb guy there is, and that's okay. who I want making movies for okay. me. You can either watch Tenet and be confused for two and a half hours and not know what's going on, and and people are like, oh, but it's like oh, so good. The same people that are like typing about how good Tenet is. Mm-hmm. I guarantee if you go back, the the reviews they're cutting up MNS the village. It's it's smart. It's it's something. It's like when a dumb person has a stroke of genius. Like there's plenty of sayings. Like a broken clock is right twice a day. Mm-hmm. Even the sun shines on a dog's asshole. Is that a saying? It's just, I know it's something like that. Yeah. yeah. So that, and that's what happens when he makes movies for. Like sometimes good things happen to people that aren't the best at things i do have some beef with i just need to do some i need to rewatch it again and count the children because so at the end we see a picture of all of these people that created this village Mm -hmm, all mm -hmm. the elders and so there was one baby in the picture and then when we see this film there's dozens it seems of children. Oh, they'd be fucking yeah for sure. What else are you gonna do out in the middle of the village? No, but I understand that. I just <sighs> it's the basis of all cults. All cults boil down to one thing, and that's the leader of the cult gets to sleep with everybody. I know that's why I'm starting my own cult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I liked how they talked, and I wish we all talked like that still. Oh, and that'd be a Nick, capital idea. Nick thought it was very funny and i don't remember what he said because i had had a couple drinks when we first started watching it but he said something funny so i just want to call it out (laughs) good job nick good job nick (laughs) this might be me trying to give the clock a correct time when it was (laughs) incorrect but 
I was like, I, at first I was like, the language is weird because it's kind of modern and it's kind of old timey. But then when I was thinking about it, I was like, oh yeah, because they're all performing. They're like at the Ren Fair or like the Colonial Museum. Yeah. So it should be weird. It makes sense that the language is kind of like wrong, but it is correct for what the situation is. I watched it twice within three days. And the second time I watched it, I was like, holy shit. Every meeting that the elders have is just absolutely bonkers. I'm watching it like, how are you guys doing this? They're like they're sitting around knitting, talking about, oh, you should have the the festival of the birds this year. And I did not. I it's it's bonkers. Mm-hmm. Like that's the, their time. They should just be talking like, hey, man, I wonder how the Yankees are doing. No, they go full immersion. Yes, because I thought this movie is a very interesting study on grief and how people grief can make you fucking crazy. And you end up doing things like isolating yourselves from everyone because your heart is broken. And what's so fucking stupid is that what did they think that people were just going to stop dying just because they've isolated Mm -hmm. themselves away from the modern Mm -hmm. world? But I think what M. Knight was trying to say is that it's the modern world because then when she goes to the cabin where uh, the guards are, or she doesn't, but uh, they show the paper and it was all about war and sex crimes. And like, I guess these things like that have taken away their innocence. And that was what William Hurt, uh, Bryce Ellis Howard's father was so upset about was this, that she was losing her innocence Mm -hmm. and they were trying to create an artificial lifelong innocence which i think is that's there so seems like a lot of work the the (laughs) scene where i was like william hurt is an excellent actor willie hurts as i call him uh is when he is he explains to bryce howard that they've been hiding as the monsters and she's obviously like super upset and then he starts crying when he gets the line when he's like we like everything we did was to protect your innocence. It was like, that was his, the thing that is so fucked up about this is that desire to want to do that. And, uh, and that's right. That's the ending though. It's like, she's faced with two choices and the two choices were like when the, you said the paper shows all the, like the terrible things happening in the world, or she goes back and they're not going to live forever. So she has to keep prolonging this, uh, community so she chose to fully well we don't know she did she she came back said i'm here with the medicine to save him i she could have walked and said you motherfuckers you liar bastards mm. like you know we're dying out here See, she didn't I, she kept up the it, whole ruse. it's definitely left where you don't know what's going to happen a month after joaquin is feeling better but i'm 99.9 yeah. percent sure that i know like, it would make sense to me that she would take over and dress up as the monster. Yeah. That they would be the monsters. Tell, she's going to tell him what happens. What else are they going to do? Mm-hmm. The, the real world would eat them up in two minutes. Mm-hmm. But there, she was blind. So she never really saw anything. Mm-hmm. So she, she still believes this lie that, like, the towns are full of wicked people. Mm-hmm. Like, she didn't say, she doesn't have any idea about modern technology. That's true. It, you know what I mean? I, I guess yeah, I was thinking more like that she would be like so feel so betrayed that she had been lied to her whole life, like if that she wouldn't be able to overcome that, and that maybe that. But she would. But 
the lie persists mm. because she killed the monster. Because gotcha, there was and a monster. Was the, because there was an actual monster. Mm. Well, he alluded to that. The root there's rumors that these things really exist. We just played them to keep. Them. Yes, and that yeah, that's how so. they're ending it with. You guys are saying that she believes that the monsters were real, yes. because of yes. Noah. I can I can buy that. Mm-hmm. I can buy that, especially because she you know she's blind, so she didn't get to see the like questionable costume. That's what the elders were saying surrounding Lucius' mm. bed. Like the it was like Noah gave us this gift to continue. You know what and I mean? His, even his mom stands up, which is that's how they vote. Yeah. They stand up. They stand up to vote. For what she lacked in in vision, she uh, certainly made up with talking. Holy <laughs> shit, she talked so much. I thought she was great. Oh, she's great, but her. my God. like No, and they're all saying that Lucius doesn't talk. He can't get a word in. Mm. She is just nonstop. And another thing, for the things that they don't speak of, they do an awful lot of talking about them. Yeah. The whole movie was talking about them. Sure. I think it's very similar to uh, the Dread Pirate Roberts Wesley, and he like, didn't talk a lot. What is it about nonverbal men that we're supposed to find sexy? Because when we start talking, you realize how fucking stupid we are. I think that's it. Bingo. Case in point, Nate and I. Like eventually? I mean, yeah. <laughs> eventually? <laughs> I'm, I'm into men that aren't mute, but I might be a minority. At one point, and we're only a half hour in, and at one point I said about they be fucking. So, I mean, that's why we don't talk. Yeah. That's why we shouldn't talk. Yeah. This was produced by Scott Rudin, who is uh, now in, he got caught up in the Me Too movement. See you later, bud. Have fun with Horatio. He was real dipwad. Sorry, bud. Canceled. Yeah, you're out of the village, You're You're, you're now one of those things we don't talk about. Mm-hmm. But we end up talking about you anyway. Uh, this is... Uh, another movie in a long line of movie of people in period costumes who can't kiss uh, William Hurt mm. and Sigourney Weaver. They got so yeah. close. It was so erratic. They can't kiss. Man, I've never seen a bunch of women so horned up. <laughs> Every woman was looking for it. Uh, Kitty, she doesn't, she go after anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, she was like, she was just basically like hey lucius it's me and you you're gonna dance with me at the yeah. wedding um lucius she could see his color ah but that's just female gain that's all that is she's just talking I bet, shit oh. i bet that is actually like a better natural system if the boys are just quiet and pensive and then we let the ladies like choose what's going on sigourney weaver was having a big conversation with lucius uh like a very serious conversation and she ends the conversation with uh how do you know that blah blah, blah is into me like, yeah, I've never yeah, seen a group with like Love Island. <laughs> Everybody ah. was just like, two drinks in, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I also have during the wedding scene, Mrs. Clack was talking to Bryce Dallas uh, Howard, and she had like a p- little pipe, and I wrote down Mrs. Clack smoking that gas. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but I like it. I don't know either. <laughs> she was smoking. I'm. I'm imagining there was a celebration, so she was smoking some weed. I guess. No. Uh, yes. What? Who's smoking pipes? No one is smoking weed or drinking in the village. Mrs. Clack is smoking that gas. 
she i have wrote it down for a reason because she is she has a pipe talking about her dead sister she was on it she was ripping heaters talking to the blind one the blind one's like what's that smell and she mrs clack's like don't worry about it skunk yeah don't worry about it. i think the people that we don't talk about are close and they stink probably yeah. so she was that was that gas that was that fire she was on it <laughs> mrs clack i also have a, a saying <laughs> this is this will make me laugh um noah when he stabbed lucius um he should have said <laughs> going in on my girl well i'm going in on those guts <laughs> oh no <laughs> that was acted so interestingly by him too like that that he stabbed him so quietly and that lucius doesn't make a noise and then he like acts like he's uh, Noah acts like he's gonna leave, and then he comes back and he stabs mm-hmm. him again. That second like, stab was dirty. tough. Yeah. yeah, that's when I lost all. Like, okay, no, you got to go. You're becoming a problem. He's hitting people with sticks. I, I think that's maybe on purpose because I feel like we all would have forgiven him for the belly stab because it's like you know we all know him. He's not the brightest light, and he didn't know what would happen. But then when he did know, oh no, when she, right. she slapped him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. a kiss of death. I knew that. Okay. Oh yeah, that was that was like a foreshadowing that he's going to die. I was like, "You're done, kiss of death." Because she's the brightest spirit of all. She's the most pure spirit. She'll love anybody and show love to anybody. Then if she's hitting you, you fucked up for sure. What would you be your kiss of death? How would you? I know Kate's is. Sh- 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 yeah. What? Yeah. What would you guys pick um, if you guys could pick your kiss of death? Uh, probably just a wink, just a the devil's wink. I would kiss someone on the forehead. Oh, Fredo style. I was going to say that. Yeah. 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 I think that's my kiss of death. No, I would kiss them on the lips. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you'd fit right in in this village. You'd fit right in. Um, I think I could do it. I think I would like to do it. Um, I think I would like to to live that lifestyle. You want to live in the village. Yeah, why not? I would love it. I would love it. Would you want? Okay, but would you want to be a village elder doing the dress up, or would you want to be one of the naive, innocent souls? I want to be an elder. Naive. No, I want to be an elder. Okay, the power you would have, mm. like picture like a kid asking too many questions. <laughs> Go duck into the closet, grab the costume, and walk by and say, "Stop asking so many questions," <laughs> and then throw the. That's so much power. And Kate, you said you want to be one of the ignorant masses? Absolutely. But I want to be like a child. Like, I want to be Bryce Dallas Howard or Kitty mm. or Lucia. No, Kitty is like, something. She was the worst. She's the result of that lifestyle. She is a normal young yeah, Kitty's woman. my favorite. She's like a normal 17-year-old. You don't cry that hard after. Oh, you do. Yes, yeah, you, you do. do. Yes, you do. When you're, if you, you're, no, you've never been a heartbroken teenage girl. Especially, Brent, no. just think. It's like, okay, that happens in high school with like a thousand kids. This is a village where you got three guys to choose from, and you got thirty-three percent of your husbands have just rejected you. Like that's tough. Sure. That's tough to take. Well, it's, she wasn't sad too long because no, she got no, married she, like the next I day. I also like that because it said a lot about her. She's wanted to be married, and she got married. You know. Yes, she was ready to love someone. Sounds like the start of a song. Um, she was ready to love someone. <laughs> Good song. And I think it was a foolproof plan, a foolproof plan because he couldn't really, the, the leader, if things started to fall apart, it's like, okay, 
take everybody and we'll leave the sanctuary, but we have to, you're going to wear the special hat and they wear the hat. And he's like, I just invented time travel. Yeah. Does that make sense? He could have thought of more better lies than magic rocks. Right. Also, he was a billionaire. That's gets like revealed that his dad was a billionaire. His dad got murdered. He was so sad that his dad got murdered. He invented the village. Uh, if you're a billionaire, man, you got to get a tropical island, not some, not some colonial village. Like it's same thing, but coconuts, oh, coconut I don't meat. Know. The sun. Everyone expects you to do stuff in the sun. Like, we <laughs> talked about this. It, it's a, it's I'm talking about island life. Pencil. No, island life. Is, I, <laughs> yeah, no, I live in an island. It's different. <laughs> We're scared to death over every single storm. We don't know okay, what's going to happen. Okay, the storms. That's a good point. You just want to go into a nice little annual sanctuary. And all the nerds saying, oh, it's so stupid. The planes don't fly over. Grow up. Um, I have some. I have a reflection. Okay. Okay. So if you would notice in the film, they don't talk about religion at all. Because they have created their own fear-based system mm-hmm. of morality mm-hmm. based on the monsters. So you don't need religion in that way. I think that's probably what makes the village more appealing than like what this could be. Is that yes. it doesn't seem very judgmental. Like, people don't seem to like, oh, you can't dance and you can't, like no footloose. Uh, right. It's, it's more like uh, we, we all have fun here. It's a good fun life. Let's all uh, gather around and have a picnic. Yeah, we don't have to be afraid of each other's sins. We can just be afraid of the monsters mm. in the forest. Um, I just have my last note is play fucked up games, win fucked up prizes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means, but I wrote it down. Who's it for? <sighs> Everybody. He was smoking that gas when he wrote that. I note. think that's yeah. They lost the like she couldn't when she the mother was crying about Noah dying. Well, you play fucked up games, you win fucked up prizes. Mm, yeah. I agree with the guard. He's like, don't fuck this up. Because uh, that's the kind of job you can smoke buckets at. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do not ruin this, man. We come in here, we fucking chill, we watch YouTube, get high, go home, get paid. Like, fuck, man. I pretend I'm working hard. When I get home, I'm like, oh, another tough day. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> has to be like, oh, let him, let him rest. And I've been just chilling all fucking day long. Uh, guys. Don't fuck! Don't fuck that no, up. No, it's they had it made, yeah. And how much medicine they had? No ranger station has that much medicine. Well, animal bites. They said, yeah, the animals. Sure, it was stocked better than the biggest hospital that we have here. You're right. Yeah. Well, you guys have one doctor. Yeah. They probably have three. I feel like William Hurt looks like a more fatherly Buffalo Bill. What do you guys think about? Yeah, that? no, I totally agree. Yes, hundred percent. I like William Hurt. He reminds me of the 80s and the 90s, mm-hmm. and I like mm-hmm. him. Well, why don't we... Do a quiz. Do a quiz. Do you we have one, Brent? We have the village quiz all ready to roll. Seven of the, the finest questions. First question on the official The Village quiz uh, North American Friends Movie Club is what age was Daniel Nicholson when he died? Which, which one was that? Daniel Nicholson was Brandon Gleason's character's son. The very first scene Ooh. in the movie where they're burying that little. We didn't even talk about Brandon Gleason. Yeah. Was great. That little yeah. guy. Um, <sighs> multiple choices. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got multiple choices. Uh, was he six, seven, eight, or nine? Nine. Seven. 
Um, Daniel Lucasen was born in 1890, according to their fucked up little system they had, and died in 1897, making him seven years old. So who got that right? Kate. Kate got it right. Another thing just occurred to me, like, what was the biggest song in, like, 2004? Like, that shit was playing while they were pretending they were... My senior year in college. What were you vibing to? Oh, I'm trying to remember. The, a lot of Incubus. Me and you. <laughs> yeah, by Usher. Burn by Usher. If I ain't got you, Alicia Keys, this love room five. Like they got little kids, little little this seven year olds dying. Hey, yeah, by Ocas. Like nine eleven happened, and they had no <laughs> idea. Not a clue. Yeah, okay. Question number two. What was the name of the young man standing on the stump playing a game with his friends? Ooh, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Was it A, Jameson, B, Jason, C, Jansen, D, Jonathan? I'm going to say Jansen. Yeah, that sounds old-timing to me, so I'm going to say that too. He's heating up! Jameson, stop moving! Oh, Aww. whiskey boy, Brent's on the oh, board. Whiskey oh, dick. whiskey dick. <laughs> Honk. <laughs> that was not a Kate honk for the listeners. No, uh, Sigourney Weaver's character, Lucius's mother, explained the story about how his dad died. He left to go to the market. At what time did he leave to go to the market? Did he go at quarter to nine, quarter after nine, nine thirty, or nine forty-five? Quarter to nine. I was going to say the same thing, quarter to nine. Lucius's daddy got robbed and stabbed at 9.15. He's on fire! Damn. <gasps> Damn. That's two for Brent. That's a very specific time. Yep. I'm suspicious of a story that's that specific. Yep. When the monsters were coming as uh, payback for uh, Lucius going in the woods and they came into the houses, um, people hid inside the crawl space in the basement. How many hid? Mm. So there was characters there, the main Bryce Dallas Howard and Lucius. So there was at least two. How many in total were in the basement? The qu- answers are five, eight, six, and seven. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's doing a scrambler. He's doing a three card Monte card shuffle there. I like yeah. it. Just throwing you, just, just throwing you off. Oh my God. Is it my turn? It's really hard for me to concentrate on this question because the note below that is Mrs. Clack smoking that gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, your turn, Catherine. I'm going to guess six. I'm going to go seven. This is annihilated. Wow. Whoa, no. There were seven individuals. Ooh. Damn. There was Lucius and BDW, and then there was... Uh, Nope, BDH. Okay, but there's seven. Um, so we talked about how Noah stabbed Lucius. What side did he stab him in the second time he stabbed him? So Lucius's side. What side was it? The left or the right? So in my memory, I'm like, it feels center. If you had put center as a fake out, I would have picked center. But I'm going to lean. He's a little still towards himself. He stabbed the left side. I don't want Brent to win this question, so I'm going to say right side. Strategy. That's strategy. It's very good. Very yeah. good. Um, yeah. 
The correct answer was a trick. It was center. No, just joking. Just joking. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Um, when he first stabs him, the Lucius looks down and sees a knife sticking in his left side. He mm-hmm. falls to the ground, and Noah comes over and stabs him on the right side. Give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. Oh, Kate ties it up. When the park ranger that discovered um, the Bryce Dallas house, BDH, um, hopped the fence, he went back to the guard tower. On the guard tower's desk, he had two figurines playing sports. What sports were the figurines playing? Oh. Your options are hockey and golf, baseball and golf, baseball and football, baseball and basketball. I'm going to say baseball and golf. I'm going to say baseball and basketball. The two sports figurines depicted sports of baseball and golf. <gasps> Catherine. Seabiscuit pulls into the lead. I'm kissing both of your foreheads right now. (laughs) When the park ranger reached to get the medicine out of the medicine fridge, what was on top of that fridge? Mm. Whereas uh, your answers are bandages, coffee maker, bananas, lunchbox. I'm going to say coffee maker. I'm going to say bandages. The correct answer is bananas. He's heating up! Wow, folks. We have a tie. Folks, we have a tie. And that means we're going to sudden death. Yep. Oh, my Lord. Now I'm so bad at the sudden deaths. M. Night Shyamalan made a film called The Last Airbender. Mm -hmm. Never seen it. The production budget was $150 million. Mm -hmm. Good gracious. Without going over... How much money did this movie make at the box office? Okay. Um, I'll go first. It the budget was 150. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it made 112 million dollars. I'm gonna say 70 million. This movie made 319 million dollars. Good Christ. Uh critical bomb, but a box office smash. Brent achieves glory. <sighs> In the village, quiz. I think that's just fitting. Congratulations! Thank you. Yeah, I think it's fitting yeah. since I'm a, such a huge fan of this movie, and every time I bring it up, I have to um, defend it against people. So mm-hmm. I think that's just the cosmic way. I, you know what? I agree. You earned it. Thank you. You earned it, and I think we should celebrate by uh, handing out some gold medals. I agree, and silvers and bronze, and also the other medals. Yeah. All right. Bronze medals. I'm going to give my bronze to Siggy Weaves, Sigourney Weaver. Siggy Weaves. Siggy Weaves. Siggy Weaves. Sounds like a, a reggae artist. I just, uh, I'm always happy to see her. She's every time, every time she shows up, uh, she can do it all. She's, she can be action. She can do comedy, Galaxy Quest. She can do period drama. She's got it all. She's a total package. That's an easy bronze medal for me. I'm going to give my bronze medal to Judy Greer, old kitty. Judy Greer. I love Judy Greer and she is very funny in so many funny things. Mm -hmm. Not in 
not limited to Arrested Development. And you like her in Archer. I know that. Ar- oh, I love Archer. Yes, so many good things. I could go on and on. Um, I'm going to give my bronze to Mr. Brandon Gleason. Definitely strong, great actor. Strong. When he said at the end, he kind of Irish. Yeah, when he he just realized that this could the whole thing could be over. He said, "Just let her go, let her go," and he explained mm-hmm. why. And it was he's one of my favorite actors. I give my silver to uh, Willie Hurts. He had a couple. Bill? William Hurts. Willie Hurts. Bill Hurts. We call him Bert. Billy Hurts. Uh, Hurts Donut. Uh, he's <laughs> just, he's real good. He does good monologues. He's, uh, good. he's uh, I believed his softness and his good intentions, even though he's running a, a weird cult. And uh, he's just a Do soft little man. Yes, hundred well, percent. Kind of, hundred percent cult behavior. It's like the nicest kind that you can have. Is it though? Kids are dying for no reason. Yeah. She got went blind when she shouldn't have gone blind. She could have been saved. Yeah, mm. I'm also going to give my silver to him. He gets mine because as well. oh, Hydra Cerberus for Bill Hurt. It's a Hydra. Um, I think he's kind of cute. I like his hair in the movie. Sure. He had a good beard and good head of hair. I like an older man. I think because I'm getting older. Yeah. Especially a leader, a kind leader. And a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't hurt. <laughs> doesn't hurt, ladies. It's a capital idea. Uh, I can... can I get an honorable mention that I'm not going to give one to? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Michael Pitt as Fenton Coyne. Do you guys know that actor, Michael Pitt? I do not. He was in Numbers. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I know that guy, yeah. Uh, Murder by Numbers. Yeah, That's with, what he um, was in. Ryan Gosling. He was on Boardwalk Empire, too. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's good. Yeah. But I'm not giving him anything. No. I'm giving my gold to BDH, Bryce Dallas Howard. Me, too. Nepotism is good now. She I'm played, she yeah, played I'm a blind person better than, like... A lot of people. Mm, uh, there was one scene, the one scene when she gets to the road, the the gravel road in the woods, mm-hmm. and she starts, uh, she drops her backpack and she takes her cane. And I just had a feeling like they they filmed that early when she was first figuring out how to be blind because she's doing some pretty wide swings. Oh yeah, some, some pretty <laughs> wide swings with that stick. I think you got to tighten, you got to tighten that tighten swing up, up yeah. a bit. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> been adrenaline too, right? Yeah. Okay. Over swinging. You know what you. You're good at defending this movie. I, I gotta am. give it to you. I spent yeah, my yeah, whole <laughs> last 15 years defending this movie for some reason. You're ready. For some reason, I've decided this is the hill I have to die on. <laughs> and this is the village you're going to be buried in. Yeah. <laughs> so did she get your silver too, Brent? She got my goals. B- yeah, this is my goal. BDH. Yeah. She had that vacant look in her eyes and like mm-hmm. staring off in different directions. Played blind really well. She talked way too much, but I guess that's what you do. I talk a lot, but she talks a lot because she can't see. So she has to like overcompensate for something, right? Yeah. And she, you know, some, some clues about her surroundings are good. So she's got to ask a lot of questions. Yeah. I thought she was great. I didn't know she was, it was a Nepo baby, but still, I think she did really good. Yeah. Goals. I, I, I want to give her my gold, but I'm instead going to give my gold to Adrian Brody because he played a developmental disabled young man in a interesting way that I enjoyed watching. It was interesting. I can't deny that, that he made some like, he stole every scene he was in. Mm. I would argue. Mm. And this was when I was watching the behind the scenes movies, uh, 
they were talking about how when they signed Adrian Brody, that was when like they could get everybody else. Cause at this exact moment, he was like the big star. Mm. They're like, Oh, he was a big leading man. And then he decided to do this. It's like interesting choice. We don't, we, we're, we're, we, I think Adrian Brody's weird, but we like the performance. I like Adrian Brody. Didn't he kiss Halle Berry though? Unconsensually. We cancel him. Uh, we cancel someone else. I'm, I'm all for it. I'll cancel him. Oh, Halle Berry kiss, inappropriate kiss to Halle Berry at the Oscars. It's not the worst one ever, but we we question this. Uh, Adrian Brody grabbed presenter Halle Berry and gave her a passionate kiss. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, why don't we give this movie a rating, you guys? Rate it up. Did you know that uh, Ashton Kutcher was going to play the role of Noah? Okay. That would have been a bad choice. (laughs) Can you imagine? Too tall. You can't. I can't have a lanky version of that. That's too much to deal with at once. Yeah, it is. I agree. Um, The script for this movie. What are you going to give the script for this movie? I'm going to give it an eight. I'm also going to give it an eight. You know what? It feels good to say eight. I think we all got to do it. I think he had a really good idea about, like, what if I made a movie about people living in the 1800s, but it's really present day. And then he had to, like, panic and write two hours about it. Yeah, I think (laughs) the biggest thing I would dock it for is they reveal that it's all a big scam with, like, 30 minutes left to go. I like that. That's what I like about it. It doesn't give you time to – it's like – getting punched in the corner in a big fight you don't have time oh okay i don't even think See? it's 30 minutes it's, 10, I think it's, less it's than 12 minutes, minutes. I, I looked it up i timed it was 12 minutes and then it all wraps up in a neat little bow in 10 minutes it's not a neat it's bow. the neatest bow <laughs> there is every time okay, Nate has shit on this movie i've just flipped side i made him flip yeah. you've been doing village jujitsu all night oh it's crazy listen m night get me on the board somehow <laughs> Get him on the board somehow. Get me on the board. Get me wet the beak a little bit and I'll keep doing what I'm doing. (laughs) I don't even know what that means. It means. What does that mean? It means I put on. Give him a little taste. You know, give him a little taste. a little bit. Just wet the beak a little bit. Listen, he's making a lot of money and a lot of people online are shitting on this movie. And I spent the last hour and a half taking every blow that's come and flipping it around. Yeah. He's made $3.1 billion at the box office with his movies. Just you put me on the PR team for these movies? 10K retainer. $4.1 billion. Yeah. That sounds Done. a lot better than 3.1. Doesn't it? Wet the beak. Damn. The music for this movie. What did you guys think about the music for this movie? Can't have bangers, really. It's a not, it's, no, it's, couldn't. Well, it would give it away. Um, couldn't have, yeah, exactly, right? You couldn't have Hey Y'all playing. Like, this didn't come out 2004. Uh, um, I was, uh, it was a seven. It was a little too whimsical for me. It was a lot of violins, which is not Nate's favorite instrument. We respect a violin, but to me, that's a, that's a backup instrument. Mm. That's a texture instrument. That's not Oof. a lead instrument. 
It's a texture no, estimate. No, yeah, I said it. Yep. I said it. Can't take a bit. Oh, that's a texture uh, no, estimate. No, fiddle. You bring yeah. a fiddle. We got a different story, but a violin. So yeah, I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Oh. A very rare uh, decimal for Nate. Nice. I don't have an. I don't know. I didn't notice it. <laughs> you say you're on a podcast. You're, you don't have an opinion. Well, I'm talking through it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a seven two. Okay. Uh, the art direction for the this movie, the sets, the costumes, the uh, makeup. It was the I would say that like the monsters were a cool design. They showed them a little bit too much. They should have gone more Jaws with it and kept them as in the shadows as possible. Yeah, because when you get the full shots of them, they're a little silly. So I'll go eight because I liked everything else. Costumes were good and all that stuff. I'll agree. I give it an eight as well. Um, I want to give it an eight because I. Th- Do you think there's anybody who was watching this movie and thought, "Oh, I bet you it's present day," like they knew the twist beforehand? No, I don't I'm think sure some. I'm sure some smarty pants. No, I can't know what M Knight's up to. We're like, I, I, I if he did, or she did, then it's one of those people that go into every period piece. That's like a suspense. Like I bet you this is actually present day. Oh, they're like that's like he- spray and pray. Yeah. Just hedging okay. the bets. Yeah, spray and pray. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. It's it's a good strategy. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, it works. I'm a sucker uh, for a twist. Go ahead. This is a American period thriller film. It's an American period thriller film. As in, if in that category. How does this rate? I would say the period part of it is great. I find that found that all believable. Uh, it was thrilling the first time I watched it. Less, I I knew there's wasn't a lot of thrills knowing it, the the secret twist. But I'm gonna give it an eight. I am going to give it a nine because I enjoy this movie. I'm going to give it a ten because I still think about the ending like way more than anybody should sure yep and then the theme of this month kate's kate's chosen month september's for suspense uh a lot of s words how suspenseful was this movie uh the first time you see it extremely Mm -hmm. i'm gonna give it a 10 i'm also gonna give it a 10 because that's i still think about it all the time (laughs) and i won't I, i purposely won't watch the beach the movie the one that makes you old Oh no! Don't watch that. Because I know that I no, I know that's gonna blow my mind, and I'm gonna be defending old forever. For sure. Oh, you're gonna love that. I know, and I can't. Uh, I'm gonna. You guys convinced me. It was suspenseful. It was. It's September. Oh, you didn't know until the last it's, ten minutes what was gonna happen. It's a tenor. It's a tenorino. Yeah. Tenorino. It's a tenorino. We got to give this. This man has been criticized too much and unfairly by people who are boring. Nerds. And uh, he makes some stinkers. <laughs> he makes some stinkers. Okay? I haven't seen one yet. There's been some, some stinkers, but there's been some good ones, too. There's been some I good ones that are underrated. dumb guy. My favorite one is the one everyone hates. Which, which one? Which is the happening. Oh, is that the tree one? That's the Mark Wahlberg one. I love that movie. He's this. Listen, he's he's probably the greatest American director we have. <laughs> he fucking did Split and the yeah. Village, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a beach that makes you old. 
Yeah, on a beach that makes you old. I can't. I didn't know he did Split. I love Split. I almost picked Split. And he did Knock at the Cabin, no, which that is a is, great book. Don't know what that is. That's his newest one. Out. Yeah. Um, I read the book this summer. Wow. I almost picked. Like, I was down between The Village and Split. And Split was a little too long, so I went with The Village. And what I'm a I'm a big M Night fan. Split made Split made two hundred and eighty million. This guy that makes, was a sneaker. Yeah, it would. The budget was only nine million. That's crazy because you have one guy playing twenty two parts. Yeah, you give yeah, him eight mil play. and fucking good bang play. the rest of the yeah. movie out for. Fuck, we do that on this show. How many different yeah. characters do we have? <laughs> All right, I'm excited to hear what we're watching next week. Uh, this movie gets a 42.1. This movie gets a 42.1. Great score. Better than Life. Slightly below Tenacious D. Better than Palm Springs. Uh, Zoolander got a 41.2. So Better than Zoolander. I would agree that this movie's nope. better than Zoolander. Oh, it is better than Zoolander. I must have understood my math. Um, cool. There is one more secret segment, surprise segment for you two. <gasps> what? Uh, it's time for the secret surprise segment called We Got a New Review. Would you like to hear your new yes. review, folks? Ooh, yay! This is a five-star review from A. McCabe, 21. Do we know this person? Based on uh, some comments in this, I feel like I know who exactly who this is. Uh, this review is titled Hilarious Trio. Kate is like the first gasp of fresh air when you don't think you'll make it to the surface of the water. Oh, Brent wow. is sweeter than a bowl of sugar crisp with chocolate milk. Nate constantly messes up the intros, but I'm starting to think that that's intentional and it really adds to the humor. I wish I could give this 5.5 stars. I know who it is. I know who it is. Yeah. What a review. What that a feeling. That is so kind. Very kind. Thank you so much. I don't know who it is, uh, but he I always feel makes good about the it. joke about that Nate, he loves the show, but Nate screwed up the intro and he hopes he does better next week. <laughs> and it makes me, yeah. And, and if he, if there a week went by when he didn't make that joke, I would be kind of sad. I think. I'm like, uh-oh, we're losing our, one of our six, one of our six is we lost. One of our big, the big six, <laughs> one of the elders. <laughs> the ones we don't talk about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Thank you so, for listening. Yeah, we really appreciate it when anyone takes the time Absolutely. to write a review. If you've written one and we haven't read it, because it's really hard to see in different countries what the podcast reviews are, please just send us a screenshot because that's, mm. we love it. And, uh. Yeah. Why don't I tell you guys what movie I chose for next week? Mm. Very excited. I'm nervous. I, at first I thought it was going to be hard. And I was like, I don't know a lot of thriller movies or a lot of suspenseful movies. Uh, and then I actually ended up with a big list. But then when I was playing cards with my roommates and my sister last night, my buddy Andy gave the most perfect suggestion. And I'm going to take his advice. We are going to watch a 1994 American action film starring Keanu Reeves, Dennis Hopper, and Sandra Bullock. The film is called Speed. The film oh is my called gosh. Speed. This is going to cause me so much anxiety. This is going to be an action-packed thrill ride at 60 miles an hour I've or never more. seen it. I've never seen it. And uh, that's what we're watching next week. So Yay. the only thing left to do is say goodnight, Kate. Good night, Kate. Good night, Kate. You shouldn't mess with daddy, boys. In a race against time. What do you want? I want money, Jack. The city's on a collision course. It's been 
a step ahead every time. Now, guts will get you so far, and then they'll get you killed. Get up! You've got nowhere to go! The only way to stop... There's a bomb on a bus. If it drops below 50, it blows up. ...is to go faster. Floor it! Keanu Reeves. How many lives you got, man? Rated R starts tomorrow in theaters everywhere. <laughs> the children instinctually know that I'm not an sore finger. Yes, they do. It's true. <laughs> no one cuts me my soul like Nate.